Welcome to the Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. I'm your host, Denise. Together, let's elevate your vocabulary so we can elevate your voice. Are you ready? Welcome to another Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. I'm your host, Denise. And today I'm interviewing my husband, Ryan Dobbs. He is a chiropractor, a national speaker on chiropractic and business development, and he's also amazing with self-motivation and development. You are in for a treat today with his easy to understand methods and you can implement his ideas right away in your life. I hope you enjoy this. Hello and welcome, Ryan. Um, you are my second interviewee for Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. And as most of the listeners know, you are also my husband. We have such great feedback from our Friday Night Live videos. I thought I would interview you. So welcome to Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to be here. Are you? Because you get to listen to me record these all the time. So now you get to just be a part of it. I am in front of the uh, the magical <laughs> mic here, so I'm I'm pumped. Thanks for thanks for thinking of me. Yes, of course. It's such an honor to interview you. Obviously, I'm your biggest fan. So I'm excited to hear what. Now you haven't heard any of these questions, so I'm excited to hear what you think of Correct. these. Okay. So um, first question, obviously we do a lot of vocabulary, but we're also um, very focused on communication and proper communication. Um, so my first question um, for you is, where do you get your best ideas for business communication? Hmm. My best ideas for business communication, uh, I like to, I don't read um, a lot of books. I like to listen to a lot of books, you know, so uh, self-development, personal development books. I think that's probably where I get a lot of good ideas. But honestly, business development to me, I just try to, you know, keep it simple and try to just break it down and make it so that I can communicate and um, interact with people just on a, on a normal, basic level. And that's always my message in the office is always is always just to just to reach that level where everybody gets it. You know, it's just a universal message. So, um, I like the books, and I try to take those those ideas and then and then break it down into something a little bit more uh, simplified in order to build off of that. Yeah, I think that's awesome because you really are so good at taking something very complicated and simplifying it so anybody can understand it. You've always been that way, and I guess that's you know such an advantage doing your work as a chiropractor. You also do. Um, some coaching for um, business strategies for other chiropractors. So that's really awesome, you know, that right. you can you have that skill. Right. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, just being able to relate uh, what it needs to be, what needs to be related is very simple. And that's, I guess that's how my uh, mind makes sense of it. So break it down to the, the least uh, common denominator kind of a thing. And then from there, process it. And if it gets busier or... Um, more complex, that's okay. Just run with it. Yeah, of course. Because you started with the fundamentals and at a basic level. For sure. And how would you say that your business communication translates over to social media or network marketing? Um, do you do um, 
Do you have a method of using words um, and vocabulary to tell a story? Or is Instagram and Facebook just something you do for fun on a personal level? How do you integrate social media in with your communication style? Well, I feel like where we're at right now in you know 2018, um, we've never had a better time to be able to interact with our audience. Uh, again, going back to one of those books, there's a, a great book by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk who, who wrote The Thank You Economy. And reading that, it shifted my idea of social media. Mm. Um, you know, the book was written in, I think, 2010, maybe as late as 2012, but it's outdated by far. But the ideas and concepts are, are, uh, are pretty, pretty salient. Um, basically, he said that you know, if you look at social media like the neighborhood um, coffee shop, you know, that it used to be back in the day or the, the local diner where everybody meets in the morning and starts to discuss what's going on and kind of says the rumors about the town and and exchanges their ideas and that kind of place or that kind of thing. Um, it starts to become a better um, and more interactive place rather than a place to just go post pictures of your kids or your meals that you've eaten. It becomes a place where you can interact with people. So I use social media to interact, um, not necessarily to plug my brand or to plug, you know, my office or specials. I don't, I don't really like marketing in that sense. I just like being genuine and authentic with people. And I think that translates uh, more into a conversion, if you want to call it, to acquire new business because you build those relationships through, tr through trust and you build them through um, interactions where people just know who you are uh, at, a, at a level more than just hey, that's the guy who I'm always seeing those sponsored ads by. Mm. I love that. And I love that you're um, accepting of what social media actually is. There's so many people that just talk so bad or have such a negative um, emotion attached to what social media is. And I love that you give that fresh perspective on that because I feel the same way. I feel mm -hmm. like we are connected that way. And it's such a blessing and a gift, as you know. My family is far away, so I use social media a lot to just see how their lives are going. Right. Um, it, it do, obviously, it doesn't replace me seeing them, but it sure does help. And yeah. I feel that way about different people, even in our own city. Yeah, so I mean, to bridge that gap, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, that we can, we can use things like Instagram or we can use things like Facebook to communicate or FaceTime where we can see people and... and uh, have meetings like that. I mean, it's a, it's an absolute blessing, but you know, from a perspective of a business, there's no other time where we can be in somebody's pocket. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, if I start a live video, people can choose to be alerted. If they like my content, they can, they can choose to be alerted, um, when that happens. And to me, that's a unique, uh, privilege that we have in this day of age, because it's no other time could we have, um, you know, a business card that would tell people we're going, you know, we're going out and speaking in the community that would automatically notify them. And that's basically how I look at is our phones and these social media accounts are, are a digital uh, alert system, right? That tells people um, that we're talking, you know, and to, to, to tune in. For sure. And I mean, you already express yourself so clearly, obviously. Do you feel like there is room to improve your vocabulary? I mean, in your business, in your social life, on social media, do you feel like there is any room for improvement? Absolutely. I think that you always should be striving to 
to simplify, to clarify. And to me, that's what vocabulary does. It's one thing that when you mentioned starting this, I got excited about because uh, it's how can I take a word that um, says things, right? And says, you know, um, it brings clarity to a situation that, uh, that maybe five words could bring, you know, it's about dialing in and getting specific. Mm-hmm. One of my things always that I've loved um, growing up is when we're sitting in church and you always hear, you know, the pastor say, you know, well, this meaning of the word, you know, father didn't really mean how we take it. It means something totally different or it has like five different meanings or love, right? Love has all these different meanings, but it translates into our English vocabulary is just uh, love, right? Mm. And that's, that's it. But yeah, we know there's agape love and these different types of love that, um, that means something different than just love. Like we know it. So I've always loved that. So I've always loved vocabulary and language, um, to be able to understand it. And that's always fascinated me learning, uh, different languages that you can see how things translate in it. There's sometimes there's some humor in it, you know? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And you're, you're one of those people that, you would have been fantastic learning a second language. You really do understand it at such another level, and I admire that a ton about you. Um, how would you say maybe your communication or your vocabulary has um, helped you achieve your goals or you know your professional goals in the past? Well, so you know, um, a lot of people may not know this, but um, you know, our practice has evolved over the years. And one of the major things that we've done in there, I think, is simplifying the message, like I mentioned earlier. Um, So choosing the right words um, when we, you know, when you start to grow, when you're seeing, you know, 20 people a day, uh, you can have long conversations with them. And, you know, you can you can fight through those moments and and get out what you want to say. But, you know, as you start to get more high volume and you're seeing, you know, 20 people in 30 minutes, you got to choose exactly what you're saying and make sure that your points are, are driven home uh, in a sense that, you know, you're in a sense that you're crystal clear uh, with what you're saying. So I've used vocabulary just to kind of like narrow in, just dial in to exactly what we want to say. So we make sure that we're getting the right information. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Our dog is snoring if you can hear it. This is the benefit and the (laughs) the disadvantage of having a home office that we can do this in. Our dogs are snoring. (laughs) Anyway, yes, I too agree that we have... we have limited time and we're all busy and we all have maybe a shortened time span that like our patients, they have a, a very limited time that they want to be in there. Oh, for sure. And if you're continuing on this long story about their nervous system or how their body works best, you're going to want to say that quick because they have an attention span that is fairly quick. Right. Just because there's so much going on in their day. This is just a small part of it. So Right. I try to just get, you know, for anybody in business, you know that you have 30 seconds to a minute to get out whatever you need to get out. And if you can't nail it with clarity and simplicity and what you want to say in that short amount of time, then, uh, you know, that's all you have. <laughs> I the, love that. I think it's Dozer. Story. Get out of here, Dozer. Go lay down. Go Dozer. get to your dog bed. These sweet little dogs. So I know that you have a couple of big speaking engagements coming up here very shortly. One this week. Um, you have one coming up in August as well. Are you speaking in July anywhere? 
Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Yet. Well, and I know you have um, this week. You have a couple of engagements in July, or I'm sorry, in August that you're speaking at. One of them being the Gorgeous Strength Summit. Um, the other one being Dynamic Essentials. Um, you're very busy as um, a national speaker. How do you feel like the audience? Um, dictates how you use your vocabulary do you change your vocabulary based on um now one of the events is a women's only the other one is doctors so how does your vocabulary change or do you stay steady um, and genuine the whole time how would you um yeah kind of describe your vocabulary based on your audience that's a that's a good question i think that you know obviously it has to evolve and has to morph into what you who you're speaking to um, you know, if it's in a group of, um, a couple months ago, I guess I did a local talk here, uh, at a church to early childhood educators. Um, and obviously their vocabulary is, is important, um, mm-hmm. because they're educators. So you want to make sure that you're, you're, you know, uh, dictating everything cl- clearly. Yeah. Side note on that. Aren't, aren't the teachers, even like the elementary and the high school teachers just Intimidating? fantastic? Oh yeah, they are fantastic. They're fantastic with their vocabulary. I And they read constantly, so I think that is the key. But yeah. their, their vocabulary, I need to maybe interview some of those teachers. So I was dropping a little bit bigger words and, and different things there, but also making <laughs> sure that my, that. and I don't have bad language, but making sure that I wasn't saying things that were you know, inappropriate or offensive because they have sensitive ears to that, you know, and that's, that's kind of how it goes versus, um, you know, this weekend, uh, I'll be speaking at a conference in Vegas and it's known to be a little bit more raw and a little bit more, uh, passionate. So if somebody were to, uh, it's not my thing, but if somebody were to cuss in the middle of their, uh, their presentation, nobody's really going to bat an eye at it. So, you know, choosing what you're going to say and how the audience um, I mean, any speaker, that's going to be just a basic thing that you need to think about as you're going into uh, writing a talk or writing uh, a business plan or whatever. You know, if you're going into just a basic meeting, you need to know who your audience is. And so um, right now my talk is, is centered around um, empowering people uh, to take action steps to improve their practice so that they can fulfill their purpose and mission in life. And the words and language that I'm using are uh, are geared to just to be strong and powerful and uplifting for people. I love that. That is so good. And it's so true. How um, how would you say your vocabulary helps motivate you? Do you have a word that you go back to? Yeah, so a lot of uh, I like mantras. or even how you um, communicate with yourself. Right, right. And that's kind of where I was going with it in my head as you're asking me that is I like I, I love mantras and different things that are easy to say and it may sound kind of uh, a little funny, but I like things that are that rhyme and things that, you know, you can just chain together and, and say them over and over and kind of get caught in a loop um, because, you know, as a man thinketh, so he is. And that's one right there, right? So that teaches me to always have a positive uh, mental outlook and not to, you know, let the stinking thinking come in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's one that I'll have also. I'll tell myself that I've got stinking thinking or, um, you know, as far as business development goes, um, you know, work is fun. I love to work as a saying that, that, uh, is very simple, but, um, it reminds you that work is fun and that you love to do it, you know, and if you're not Mm -hmm. doing what you love, then you need to change your career and do something that you love. I have, you know, kids that come into practice all day and I like asking them a simple question that if they won the lottery and they never had to worry about money, what would they do? You know, if they're Mm -hmm. indecisive about going to college, 
And whatever they say, I'm like, great. Find a way to make money doing that and you're going to be happy. You know, and it's very simple advice that uh, that reminds people that work is fun and that, you know, you love to work. Um, you know, I think that I think keeping it simple is probably the best thing. I don't I don't really have a power word, so to speak. Um, my word for the year, I like to choose an intention for the year. And it's usually a one word that I'll keep coming back to for the year. Uh, this year, it's discipline. And so that's discipline and uh, everything that I do from, you know, uh, our financial outlook to um, making, you know, be, being disciplined to develop myself, to being disciplined to go into the gym, to being disciplined on my food. And so um, to me, that makes sense. You know, as I, ch I choose that one word at the beginning of the year and then I, I kind of hang on to it and things that I choose to do revolve around that and kind of pull back into it. Um, so I like mantras. I like the, the intention for the year. Um, you know, so I think that you know, another mantra that I love is that the fields are white with the harvest, but the laborers are few. And so that tells me that, you know, there's more than enough people out there that need chiropractic. So I just have to be a laborer and I have to own that uh, individual role to get out and to work uh, hard. And I can help more people as long as I'm willing to work harder because work is fun and I love to do it. You know? That's right. Exactly. And I know that your yearly intention word um Obviously, I know you do this, and I know sometimes you've used that word two years in a row if you mm -hmm. haven't quite um, mastered it. Mastered that, yeah. And if you haven't, um, if you need it again for a second year, I know you've done that before, and I love that that you're so self-aware that you realize you need it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, even then, it it reveals something totally different. You know, that you you think you've got it, but you know, or you. Uh, even I've had years where I've changed it and then two years later it hits me with another revelation I'm like oh that's what that's the lesson I was learning that year and I think that's powerful too yeah that's really it is powerful because you can always go back to that word and just like in our vocabulary English language mm -hmm. um, and even back into the root words they can sometimes come out with different meanings so absolutely just like the agape love versus the the regular love mm -hmm. and I love that that you're diving into a word and finding different um, definitions mm -hmm. for that so um, can you think of a word that drives you crazy when you hear it mispronounced <laughs> um because, I mean, all day long, we're listening to people talk, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily drive us crazy, but maybe funny, yeah. or we notice it or it stands out. I seem to have this conversation with business owners, and they'll talk about their staff saying things wrong, mm -hmm. or um, even themselves, honestly. I'm trying to think of, there is one that drives me nuts. I know it. Do you want me to give you a hint? <laughs> I know the word. <laughs> Say it incorrectly. Prolly. Prolly? That one, Prolly's, in my mind, it makes me laugh. It doesn't really drive me nuts. Yeah, it, I know. It makes me, it makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm just like, what in the world? Because we giggle yeah, about yeah. that. Um, of Alzheimer's, they'll say old timers. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they say it to be a joke, you know, because it's not. But at the same time, it's, uh, or 
Alzheimer's even then, you know, but they probably just haven't seen the word written out. Maybe. Right, right. So uh, that one kind of drives me nuts when people say that because, you know, anybody who's seen it, and I think there's enough awareness around it by now that for sure. And that's that's a hard one, because it also comes with such heavy emotion mm-hmm. that I feel like um, they don't know any better. But if somebody did hear that, it might be right, maybe disrespectful for right. them. Yeah, I can understand that, too. It's a hard one to say. And I feel like people um, maybe just say that out of habit. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. So what do you have going on in your life that you want to share with our listeners? How can they find you? Well, um, so you can find us, uh, first and foremost, you can find us in person at the office doing our thing. Um, you know, I think that's the easy place. Um, but, you know, online, uh, pretty much every handle or, or, or uh, name I have is just uh, Dr. Dops, so like Dr. Dops. Um, so you can find me. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff. But um, what I have is, uh, is very simple. Um, I just want to get the chiropractic message out to more people. So uh, I'd like to open it up for, uh, for people to contact us for, you know, not just uh, receiving chiropractic themselves, but, you know, being able to communicate how it works in the workplace if you're a business owner, because, uh, you know, we know that you set out to do this to help elevate people, to elevate their lives. And so one way that I, I know elevates lives is by getting people adjusted. So you see that workplace, you know, productivity goes up when people are happier and they're, they're functioning better. And that's all chiropractic is about is increasing communication inside the body. So it's kind of like, Uh, kind of like what you're doing here with this podcast, but inside the body, you know, Mm -hmm. it's increasing the communication. Um, So, you know, I want to get in and work with people to help them understand what we call the big idea, which is that your body works better when it's communicating better. And it's really that simple. So um, uh, I I like to motivate people and to encourage people and to inspire people. So, um, you know, like with the Gorgeous Strength Summit coming up that you you had plugged earlier, Um, you know, there's not going to be any chiropractic talking there. I've been brought on to, um, work with, uh, the Drury Plaza. It's a hotel chain in the Midwest and down into Arizona, uh, to work some of their corporate retreats in order to motivate and inspire their, their team leads. And to me, I get a lot of, uh, satisfaction out of helping people. And it's not just by putting my hands on them and adjusting their spine. It's helping them to awake to the power within and the potential that they have inside of them in order to fulfill their goals and live out their destiny um, at the highest level possible. So um, anybody who needs help with that or would like some insight, I'd be more than willing to to help them out. Um, and like I said, you can reach me uh, digitally, you know, um, Facebook, Instagram, those are probably my primary. I don't check Twitter that much, but um, find me on there or uh, give us a call at our office at Dops Chiropractic. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's awesome. That's exactly um, how I would describe your mission in life and how you inspire other people like that because it's just fantastic. And your vocabulary is amazing as well. So you're such an inspiration to me. And I'm so, so grateful that you were willing to do this with me today. I know you've had a long day. And sometimes we as wives put you through, put you hubbies through some hard stuff. And you're always so... um, helpful for me to be honest i am honored to be here and uh when you asked me i was a little uh 
was a little nervous. And as, as I'm watching, you're rocking the microphone, man. It's your great interviewer. <laughs> so this is, uh, it's a different dynamic than what we've had in the last 15 years of being together. So yes, I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. And like I said, we just had such a great response to those Friday Night Lives on Facebook and Instagram. So catch us on there if you um, want to see more of um some of our shenanigans that we have as a married couple um we're there usually every friday night um actually every friday night we're we're gonna be on there so um catch us on there and i really appreciate you being here tonight and and being um available to our audience thank you yeah thank you so much for spending this time with me on adjust your vocabulary podcast if you could share this episode with somebody who would love it i would be so grateful also please leave an honest review on iTunes. Tell us what words you want to hear or what type of inspiring content you would love. It would really help us on our journey to helping thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to adjust your vocabulary. (laughs) Thanks again, guys. Bye.